0: كُنْتُ أَرَعَى غَنَمًا لِعُقْبَةَ بْنِ أَبِي مُعِيطٍ رضي الله عنه In this report, how Allah Ta'ala provides for Rasulullah ﷺ and Hazrat Abu Bakr رضي الله عنه Abdullah bin Mas'ud رضي الله عنه says, I was a shepherd This is the Meccan stage in Makkah Mukarramah So this is early Makkah. He says, the flock belonged to عُقْبَةَ بِن أَبِي مُعِيطٍ so Rasulullah with Abu Bakr one day passes by me. So this is how the report goes. At that time Abdullah ibn Mas'ud didn't know Rasulullah that he is Allah's Nabi and he is inviting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Abdullah bin Mas'ud was a young man. He was a shepherd. How would he know? He would leave early from Makkah, take the flock because he was in employment, take the flock far into the wilderness where there's pasture, where there's greenery, and he would wait for his flock to partake and spend the entire day in that work of his. And then in the evening when it's late, you return with your flock, and then he used to go to rest. So he didn't know much of what was going on in Mecca. So Hazrat Abdullah bin Mas'ud says, one day I saw two men, middle-aged men, Coming towards me, I could see they were exhausted. Who were they? It was Rasulullah and Abu Bakr. Why were they exhausted? Because they were doing da'wah in Makkah, and the people of Makkah were putting Rasulullah and his Sahaba through lots of torture and suffering. So Hazrat Abdullah says, I didn't know who they were, they approached me. Then the one asked me, that could you share some milk with us? Could you offer us some milk? Abdullah bin Mas'ud said, I said to him, you know, the flock doesn't belong to me. There's milk in the flock, in the sheep. Lakini mu'taman, I'm entrusted, this doesn't belong to me. I can't give you something that doesn't belong to me. So he says, one of them told me, Can you offer me just to milk a sheep that cannot bear milk? Meaning, it hasn't been sat upon by a male. Meaning, a female little goat, but it can't give milk. Can you allow me to milk that one? So he says, I couldn't say no for everything, so I caught one little goat, and I passed it to him. He says, this man... Touched the udder. And as he touched it, it expanded and milk came out. He put it into a container or a hollow rock like a bowl. He drank. He gave his companion. And in another report, it says he gave me. Afterwards, he said to the other, Iqlis, stop. So the udder had expanded. Milk came out. It lactated. Milk came out gushing. Then he commanded it to stop. It stopped. Then he commanded it to return to its original condition. It shrunk again. So, as he was leaving, I still didn't know who he was. So, I said to him, But uh, would you be able to be so kind to teach me what you said to the others so I can also have milk whenever I want? So, he patted me on the head. Lovingly, And he said, young man, may Allah bless you. You know much. And you are taught much already. What is meant by you know much? And the next report says, A six-month-old female you know, goat. He took it and this couldn't bear milk. A little baby goat. So he patted it, he prayed he asked for a bowl, he drank, Abu Bakr drank. But at that time, the Sahabi didn't know who they were. And what did Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mean when he said to him, you know much already? What Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi meant was, is you have the quality of amana, That you know this doesn't belong to you. You didn't think, oh, the owner is not here, what is he going to do? Let me just give this person. Maybe I can get something in return. Subhanallah! What an amazing quality. Subhanallah. So Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says to him, "You are mu'allim. You know much already." He says later on, "I got to know that lam yakan al-rasul illa rasulallah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and wa lam yakan sahabahu illa siddiq. That man was none other than Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and his companion was none other than a Sadiq, ta'ala anhu. And through the good qualities of Abdullah bin Masood radhiyallahu taalaanhu, and through the akhlaq of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, he left being a shepherd. He went to Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and embraced Islam. فانتقى من رعاية الغنم إلى خدمة سيد الخلق والأمة. From being a shepherd, taking care of a flock, Allah gave him such a transformation. Allah gave him such a promotion that he became the khadim of the greatest of Allah's creation. That Sahaba who used to then embrace Islam say, We thought Abdullah bin Mas'ud was family. He was in and out of Rasulullah. He was Sahibu Sawadi wa Siwak. Sawad. Means a secret, something others can't know. Meaning, if anybody wanted to speak to Rasulullah in privacy, in, in uh, something something pertinent, something private, any matter, Abdullah bin Mas'ud anh, was granted the permission to be there to learn from that scenario because he is the faqih of this ummah. But from where Allah took him to where? When at first he didn't know Rasulullah, Rasulullah and Abu Bakr But this is the quality of Akhlaq that won him, and the other is the quality in this young man of Amana. Something very interesting about our brothers in Afghanistan. We heard the Kar Guzari that now we know America lost dismally and ran away back home. Now America, China all coming to do business with them. And People of Afghanistan, especially the governors who gave their life for Allah's deen, they are simple people. They wear imama, all of them. Imama, sunnat, libas. champels are torn. He's a governor. But approachable. Anybody can meet him. Anybody can talk to him. So now the Americans are asking them, that look at you all. First you all are working for us. Now you all are working for the masses, for the people. They say, yes, it's our honor to work for the people. And then these other Parties coming in, wanting to do business with them. Offering them, you know, gifts. Actually, they call it a gift, but it's a bribe. They want to give you a a gift, but they want you to give him a better deal under under the table. Like very similar to Sultan Abdul Hamid Khan. Sultan Abdul Hamid, one of the last Ottoman Khalifas, one of the last Khalifas of the Muslim world. Remember him, Sultan Abdul Hamid, he ruled from... 1876 to 1909. What an amazing person. A man whose life was upon, upon sunnah. Thousands of durut sharif he used to read every day. The Jews sent Theodel al actually the Zionists, to offer him a large sum of money. 50 million lira, a large sum of money. The Ottomans were in debt. The Khilafah was in debt by 30 million. And when he started, when he took over the Khilafah, Allah gave him Khilafah, he wasn't expected to be the Khalifa because he wasn't the eldest brother. He was a carpenter, but he was a, he was a prince, but he used to work and earn. He didn't expect, but his elder brother became the Khalifa and the forces of Batil, Allah's, Allah knows best, he, he became insane, joining wrong company, some system of the new world system and... That's why we have to make a lot of dhikrullah, a lot of ibadah, a lot of talluq, with Allah. He lost his mind. He became insane within six months. And there was no one to take the post and Allah Ta'ala appointed. Allah designated Hazrat Sultan Abdul Hamid Khan. Rahimahullah. He was the Khalifa. Allah put him there. He says, I never expected. He says, even my mother passed away when I was still young. I didn't have a mother. He says, my father's other wife was very good to me all my life. I kept my ta'alluk with her and I showed her respect and I won her du'as. And when I became the Khalifa, the mother becomes like the Sultana. I made her my Sultana. Back to this discussion, when he became the Khalifa, there was 250 million that that the Khilafah was indebted to the World Bank. And look at how he didn't waste. He paid all those debts. He paid it all. And by the time this time came, there was 30 million left. See, he never used to waste in lavish palaces, that kind of lifestyle. He never changed his bed, Sultan Abdul Hamid. He slept in a simple bed. See, the, the righteous people don't waste and embezzle the funds of humanity. Hazrat Murana Qasim rahmatullahi, would say, obviously funds would come for, for, for running this place. He would say, I don't even trust myself with the monies of people. Meaning, he was such an Dari person. But he would say, be conscious and cautious when dealing with the monies of people. Shaitan can trick us. Even when electricity was invented, he refused, in the early 1900s, he refused electricity in his palace because Medina Munawara didn't have electricity. First Masjid the Nabawi, and the people of Medina Munawara, then he would allow it. This was the respect of the Ottomans for Medina Munawara and Makkah Mukarramah. They were the first khuddamul haramain sharifain sultan salim khan when he was uh, introduced as the ruler of haramain sharifain he got up in the khutbah to correct the khatib to say no i am nothing but the khadim of the haramain sharifain this was their quality now the, all the debts most of it was paid so didel came on behalf of this world organization that were backing the Jews to say, purchase Palestine. Palestine was the lands of the Muslims. Purchase it, offer him a bribe. 50 million for the, for the Khilafah and five million under the table for him. What an offer. He said, never over my dead body, never can I sell what doesn't belong to me. I am a servant. He kicked Teodol Hurtzel out of his place, out of his office. He says, never. This doesn't belong to me. How can I betray the amana of the ummah? That's where they realized they have to topple this man because Allah's will, Allah made him powerful. He was a man of dhikr, a man of ibadah, a man of love for the ummah, not khiana. This is where Allah will take a person who has amana dari, honesty, loyalty. He will never embezzle the funds of humanity. This is how Allah took Hazrat Abdullah bin Mas'ud رضي الله عنه. What wasn't his, he knew this doesn't belong to me. It doesn't belong to me. And through the barakat of honesty, loyalty, Akbarahu, نبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Abu Bakr رضي الله عنهما, admired him. توسما فيه الخير They saw promising qualities in this young man. And from there, Allah made him the khadim. Of the greatest of Allah's creation. Such as sahabi of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi When Nabi sallallahu said take deen from him. Take Quran Sharif from him. But from where to where. So you and I with our learning. We have to learn the quality of amanat dari. We have to, we have to understand that deen is amana Inna aradzuna al-amanah. Amanah when it comes to huququllah. Ghusl. Ghusl, fard ghusl, that's amana. Amana when it comes to wudu. Make sure Allah Ta'ala's us, are fulfilled. A person had a wet dream, he has to make sure he makes ghusl. A person has to make sure he has wudu properly. One has to make sure he washes in the toilet. Amana when it comes to huquq Allah. And also under this discussion of amana is protection of the gaze, usage of the tongue. Allah Ta'ala says, Allama ibn Kathir brings this under this ayah. Allah says, Ya ibn Adam, Ja'altu laka ainain, و جعلت لهما غطاءهما. I've granted you eyes. And I've granted for those eyes, I gave you shutters. فانظر بعينيك إلى ما أحللته lak. Look with these eyes to what is halal. فإن laka ma haramtuhu حرمته عليك أطبق عليهما غطاءهما. Haram comes before you. Close the shutters. Ya ibn Adam, I gave you a tongue and I covered it for you. Fantiq bilisanik. Utter with your tongue what is halal for you to utter. If haram comes and you want to utter something wrong, lock your tongue and utter it not. So that's the amana also when it comes to that. And the other amana, Allahu Akbar the amana of deen inna 'aradna al-amana and this is our responsibility this amana of deen that is on our shoulders the heavens and the earth were given this responsibility of preserving protecting conveying deen but the heavens and the earth refused it wa al insan insan took on such an amana this ummah of muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam has such an amana but we're falling short when it comes to this amanah. The Qur'an Sharif says he's zalim, not zalim. zalum fa'ul, very oppressive in, and has fallen short totally in fulfilling this haqq. Jahul, very ignorant about the repercussions of falling short when it comes to this amana. What does amana mean? Hazrat Mufti Huqsa <laughs> Ibn Ami Barakatum explains so beautifully under this ayah. He says one of the prominent meanings here is Amana means to preserve and protect and convey this deen to the whole mankind. That's why in the hadith of Rasulullah in Hajjatul when sahaba, when he asked Sahaba, have I conveyed? What did they say? All the sahaba in one voice said, risala wa al-amana. The fulfillment you conveyed the deen, preserved it, protected it in its pure, pristine form as Allah commanded you. This is the responsibility we have, respected ummati's of Rasulullah. So let's finish off with this. If we have and we learn this quality and we ask Allah that people don't know, but Allah is watching us. What heights and of acceptance Allah will take us to is beyond what we can fathom and, accept, and, and expect but it starts now while we are studying Allah is watching us Allah is seeing us Allah is consciousness that's why in Ibn Majah there's, there's a chapter and I'll finish with this hadith what is tawakki? even fear when we're doing good deeds because the hadith there in Ibn Majah hadith is sahih Aisha radiallahu anha's hadith she said oh Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam this ayah of the Quran they give what they give, they do what they do, but their hearts are scared. They worried. Will Allah accept it? Does this refer to the wrongdoers? They do sin, they look at wrong, they see wrong, they indulge in wrong. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, No, those people won't fear. The good doer who is involved in good, like in wajilatun. Allah, that Allah, will you accept it from us? Allah give us the understanding to learn this amana, and Allah Taala give us taufiq to accept this amana and convey this amana to humanity in totality. Because we are taking this amana not for us; we have to give it to the recipient. Who's the recipient? Who's the recipient? Every Muslim and non-Muslim out there in the four corners of the world is the recipient. So, we are taking their trust to give it to them. We're not here for free. Oh, we've got a big responsibility. We've got a big worry. We've got a burden that we have to take it and give it. Otherwise, on judgment day, we are responsible. That we took this amana and kept it for ourselves. Brothers, we've got a big job. Allah help us. Make your sunnah and your witr. Birrahmanika, Ya